This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, helping the people of the world to live healthy lives. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you all for joining me today. Everyone knows by now that I eat healthy, I'm very active, and I really promote and encourage a healthy lifestyle. But what you don't know is that I too like a sweet treat once in a while. In fact, a healthy relationship with food means that you can eat something that is high in fat and calories and not feel guilty. Just enjoy it and everything that comes with it, like the setting in which you ate it, so a celebration or a gathering of some sort. And so just in time for Valentine's Day, my guest this week is going to talk about the number one cookie in Canada, Craig's Cookies. So joining me is Craig Pike. He is the founder of Craig's Cookies. Thank you for being here today. Oh my God, thanks for having me, Dr. Claudia. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And I'm so glad that we're chatting today because I love talking about delicious food and how food is love. But I also want listeners to hear your story of inspiration and perseverance. So let's start with how did Craig's Cookies become Craig's Cookies? Uh, So I'm an actor and a musician. I studied uh, theater in Toronto uh, at George Brown. I spent four seasons at the Shaw Festival in Niagara-on-the-Lake, and then when I moved back to Toronto in 2013, I found myself um, without work for about a month. So I thought um, I needed to pay my Rogers bill, so I decided to start selling cookies, and I started marketing on Facebook and Instagram. And by the end of the month, I had sold 200 dozen cookies. I went away, I did a production of Mary Poppins, came back to Toronto, and I got a bartending job, and uh, then I started to continue to sell cookies to help supplement my income. Uh, skipped to 2017, I got invited to do a uh, permanent pop-up shop at Williams-Sonoma. In 2018, we opened our first bricks and mortars, and now in 2022, four years after we opened our first store, we have six locations, um, and we deliver all across Canada. Okay, so you make that sound like it was like the easiest transition. I mean, you just started baking. (laughs) I mean, to me, that, I mean, I I know what it's like. I have a business and I know how much work goes into it. Were you ever scared of failure? Like, weren't you afraid of not being able to pay your bills? And how was this all going to work out? And and is this what you expected of Craig's Cookies? Um, I think, you know, to answer the first part of your question, fear is something that exists in any part of life, whether or not be entrepreneurship or just kind of sometimes just getting up out of bed in the morning. So, you know, as far as running a business, my risk factor and my tolerance for risk is quite high. So um, while there has been um, some fear along the way, I've been able to um, meet it kind of face to face with a positive outlook, trying to stay clear, trying to stay focused. As far as the cookie company um, meeting any kind of expectation that I had in 2013, it's by far surpassed any any expectation. In 2013, the, the, the goal and the objective was to pay my Rogers bill, which I did that, uh, that first week when I started baking cookies. So technically, everything since 2013, uh, May of 2013, has been, has been bonus. Okay, so why cookies? Tell us a little bit about your history in the cookie department. Yeah, so I uh, when I was a kid, my mom used to make chocolate chip cookies at home, and uh, they tasted delicious. I, I I mean, I love I love I have a bit, a bit of a sweet tooth, um, so I love anything that's uh, that's home baked. Uh, in high school, when uh, when you used to be able to go to potlucks, um, remember potlucks? Uh, that <laughs> vaguely <laughs> uh, remember, would, I, right? Uh, 
um, I used to bring cookies, and uh, people used to say, "Hey, uh, I love I love what you're doing. Um, can you bring cookies next time?" And so when I found myself without work in 2013 and thought I need to figure out a way to uh, to supplement my income, I thought, well, why not? Um, why not sell cookies? It makes people feel happy. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm good at, and uh, and I know that that it worked. That sounds so inspiring. Now, 2013 was nothing like 2020. So, and I'm sure that ha- running a business and trying to expand a business during these challenging times um, was probably not an easy task. So, what were some of the challenges that you faced during COVID? You know, I think when COVID first began, there was a lot of doubt and questions all across the world. I think nobody. Um, living right now, or very maybe maybe some people that were maybe older, but uh, many many people around the world had never experienced anything like this. So the, the the ability to pivot quite quickly was really important for me and my my team. We were quite lucky that we had launched a brand new website about a week before the pandemic shutdown began in March 2020. So we were able to get people purchasing online quite quickly. Um, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of being an actor is improvisation. So the ability, my ability to be able to to roll with the punches, to, to change on a dime, um, I was able to bring that into the business. Um, so to be able to pivot, you know, I think people use pivot a lot now, a lot more than they used to two or three years ago. And our ability to pivot successfully was a uh, was something that we were able to achieve pretty quickly. And so prior to, uh, you know, 2020, prior to COVID, you had how many locations and what were they like? Yeah, we had one location in Parkdale. It was 300 square feet. Um, it's uh, our first location. I love I love that small little shop. It's, it's just like home. I uh, It was really important for me to have all of my locations, especially the first one. I feel like you were going into your grandmother's home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's full of hardwood, blue tiles like the Atlantic Ocean, um, lots of art on the walls. And then in 2019, we opened our second location on Church Street. I'm a member, a member of the queer community, so I wanted to be able to be part of that community and give back as much as I can. And then that was supposed to be it. Um, you know, after 2019, when we opened on Church Street, my goal was to get back into acting and pursue pursue more theater. And then when the pandemic hit in 20. 20, I thought, well, there's no way of, of doing theater right now. Um, so let's put all of my energy into the cookie business. So then between March 2020 and October 2021, we opened four more locations, one of which being in Newfoundland. So isn't that incredible that during this period where I feel like the rest of the world has been on hold and has been put on hold, you were able to just kind of, you know, march ahead and do what you love. I feel like that's the main message here is just, you know, trying to encourage people to stay focused. And is that what you did during pandemic? Absolutely. I mean, I I mean, outside of business and outside of our daily daily lives of work, um, just in living life, there can be so many obstacles that we come up against every day. Um, and the important thing is, is to see them, is to experience them, to, to witness anything that comes up that challenges us. But see them just as that, as challenge, as like a board game or a card game. How, how do you have fun with it? How do you kind of try to let it slip off your back and stay focused with a clear trajectory? And so you sound like you're an extremely positive person. And I love that energy because I am the same way. I feel like, you know, not every day is great. And some days are more challenging than others. And some days I have a bit more energy. But 
I feel like you are the same person. Now, but mental health issues are, you know, none of us are immune to them. So how did you overcome some of the mental health challenges that you may have faced over the last 20 months? Because I don't think that there weren't days that you were like, oh, boy, this is like mundane or this is stressful. And I feel like that's one of the things we need to help listeners with is teaching them and, and giving them our own examples of how do we overcome those emotions? Oh, of course. I think, you know, when the pandemic first hit, it went into, I went into, it was, it was kind of crisis mode as far as, because I'm not, I'm not really a business person. I didn't train how to be a business person. So when everything shifted, I didn't know how to go into numbers and make sure that the business would survive. So it really went into, let's just get back to the basics of selling cookies. Every day I'd wake up and I remember <laughs> taking a shower and just banging my head off of a wall in the shower, just being, being really, really defeatist about everything. And then I had to quickly shift it because I had a hundred employees that were looking for leadership. Right. So I decided to just start really looking at life and the business with just one thing at a time, just taking it really easy, taking it really simple and achieving one little thing at a time and patting yourself on the back for everything that you do, whether or not it feels like it's mundane or not, just getting out of bed and making your bed. I give myself, I literally pat myself on the back and I, and I say, Hey, I made my bed today. That's, that's a good thing. Um, and yeah. then those little, those little achievements um, start to add up during the day, which, which helps with self-worth and, and making you feel like you are, uh, you're doing the best that you can because that's really all that we can do is the best that we can. And you're so right. I mean, doing the best that you can is most important. But you, you said something that really resonates. You had 100 employees that were looking for leadership. So whether mm -hmm. it's one person, whether it's a best friend, whether it's a family that you're taking care of, you do need to put things into perspective and create that what you kind of described as order of operations. So one step at a time. So that's how you attacked, you know, the whole business world is just, you know, one thing at a time. Let's accomplish one goal at a time. But I think also being honest with where you're at and leading by example, I think part of part of bringing what I've, what I've been able to train as an actor as far as vulnerability and bringing that into the business. So being honest with, with my anxiety, with any kind of stress that I might be feeling. And then that gives uh, ownership for other people, other staff members, other friends to then, to then feel all right to have those feelings because you can't be positive 24 seven. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. So then when, when anxiety comes into our lives, how do we get to know it? How do we experience it, witness it without having, inviting it in? I kind of, I, I started therapy about a year ago and it's, I used to let all of the negative feelings and all of the anxiety and all the pressure into my home. I used to make it a bed. I used to let it stay over <laughs> for the weekend. But now I've learned, hey, you can come to the door. You can open the door. You can say, hey, how are you? But you don't have to invite it in for dinner. That is such a great analogy. And so I'm going to ask you this question. And I feel like we all need to hear it and we all need to be honest. So you do experience anxiety and you have experienced, you know, breakdowns um, and it's normal. Absolutely. I think, you know, January, this time last year, I was, I went into a pretty severe depression and, um, you know, I live in a, in a, in a loft downtown where it's warm. I have food, I have art on the walls. And I was looking at all of it and I just was wondering what, what is the purpose of any of it? And was was quite sad for quite a long time. And 
um, therapy really helped for me. And it's also personal, right? Like, I think we all just have to find whichever, whichever avenues kind of help us, um, help us get through, get through the day. And, uh, but yeah, I think, I think we all experience many different feelings and, and none of them are bad and none of them are great. And we just have to kind of just live within them and, 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 and see them for what they are. And that every moment passes, and then every every next moment is is, is a brand new moment. Um, you know, I think we can. We, I mean, this is hours of conversation that we can go into, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. But I like that. I like that you're being honest, and I feel like we should be honest with how we feel. But what I love the most about talking to you right now is that you rose above it. So let's talk, you know, briefly about you were feeling depressed a year ago and what first step did you take to kind of climb out of it? Um, recognizing that I couldn't do it myself, that um, I think growing up in Newfoundland with such an Irish Catholic family, I, uh, community was something that was really um, deeply instilled with me in, within me. So last January, when I felt alone, I was able to still have a bit of a bit of uh, moisture at the at the bottom of the well to remind myself that community is so important. So reaching out to friends, letting them know, hey, I I need help. Um, I can't do this on my own. Can somebody even just come over and hang out? Um, can we go for a walk? Just little simple things, but reaching out and 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 not and not feeling. Um, that uh, you have to be alone because it is a lonely thing. So how do you get past that? How do you work through that? And then one little thing at a time, you start to heal. I absolutely love that. And it's so inspirational. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, But next, we need to talk about cookies. So when we come back, (laughs) is there a secret ingredient that makes Craig's Cookies number one in Canada? This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Craig and I were talking about some of the challenges he faced over the last 20 months. We know that they are the number one cooking Canada, but what makes them so good? Is there a secret ingredient? So Craig, tell us about Craig's cookies. What can I expect when I bite into one of your delicious cookies? Um, so they're all freshly baked. So when you come into any of our locations, all of our cookies are made fresh that day, baked that day. So if you were to purchase one on a Monday, you're you're eating a cookie that was made on a Monday. Um, they're warm. They're a little a little crispy on the edges, but soft on the inside. Um, it's it's a little uh, contentious how much salt we put in our cookies. I like I like that really great balance between chocolate and salt. So it is a, there's a bit of a little salt kick to it. Um, and then what we do is we take the chocolate chip cookie, we put stuff inside of it, like your favorite childhood treat. So we have Mars bars and cookies, peanut butter cups, brownies, uh, cheesies, um, lemon tarts, pecan tarts, you, can, you name it, we'll, we'll put it in a cookie. <laughs> so now I'm, now you got me curious and you got me craving cookies. How many actual like different, I guess, call them flavors or different types do you have? 
Yeah, so we have, uh, at any given time at a location, we have about 20 to 25 flavors, but in total, we have about 85 to 100. Oh, wow. So every location Mm -hmm. will have a different slew of them, like at different times of the month? Uh, Well, at at different minutes of the day, we have, uh, uh, it's a constant rotation, so... Uh, every time you come into a Craig's Cookies, there'll be different kinds of cookies on the board. Wow. So now I'm curious, how do you develop your different um, different cookies, like the different flavors, the different types? What is your development process? You know, I'm part of being an owner uh, of a business um, that I find exciting is how I empower my, uh, my employees and my staff to, be, to feel like they're part of the team. So part of that is... Um, my staff members are quite heavily involved in the creation of new cookies. Um, they get to show up with their ideas. We experiment with them. And then, you know, sometimes the cookies uh, work out and sometimes they don't. And that's also kind of about life, you know, just instant forgiveness. Everything's all right. We can move forward. What have you learned from, from, from a mistake or from, from trying something new? Um, and then put one foot in front of the other and, and try something, try something else. And so, okay, so now what about ingredients? Are you sourcing them mm-hmm. locally? Um, you know, because you're a Canadian company, so you're, you know, so probably supporting Canadian, other Canadian companies. Yeah, so we, uh, the, the main chocolate chip cookie recipe is all natural ingredients, brown sugars, white sugars, uh, butter. They're all local um, Canadian Canadian ingredients. Uh, we do put uh, Mars bars and peanut butter cups. I'm pretty sure they are manufactured in Canada, but um, they're American companies. Uh, but anything that, as much as we can, that can that we can source locally, we do. Wow. Okay, so in a recent interview on BNN, you said that you are not an entrepreneur, but your success tells us otherwise. So let's talk a little bit about that, what you mean by it, and what dis- distinguishes you from somebody who maybe has a business degree or is a business entrepreneur? I don't really know. I mean, I think, I think, I, I mean, I, I don't feel like I am a business person. I do feel like I'm an entrepreneur. So, you know, I think it, it'll be interesting to kind of unpack that in my next therapy session. What, <laughs> what is the difference between, between entrepreneurship and, and owning a business? Um, I think part of it is me understanding that I do own a business and kind of coming to terms with that because it is a shift and it's, it is the last thing I ever thought I would be doing with my life. Um, but yeah, I, 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 to be honest, I don't, I don't really know why I, I continue to say that because I think I should probably shift that mm-hmm. narrative and, and actually accept that I am a business person. Yeah, I agree. I think that you should. And just listening to you and watching the growth and because I've done some research on Craig's Cookies, you know what, you really should take credit for that because you are a great entrepreneur and you've created an environment for your staff. You've taken on responsibility and risk. I think those are all the qualities that, you know, define a great entrepreneur and business person. I would agree. Thank you so much, Dr. Claudia. <laughs> You're welcome. So one of the things that I actually love is that you respond to bad reviews. Um, and <laughs> I think it's fantastic. And now I'm not sure, maybe it's your acting background that's maybe given you a bit of a thicker skin because most people will react horribly to bad reviews or bad comments, um, but you don't. You kind of just make it as a matter of fact. So how do you really feel about bad reviews and why do you comment on them? I mean, this could be a whole different <laughs> a different segment as far as online bullying. 
um, and and trolling and trolling small businesses online. I think, you know, I, I as much as I I like to think I have a thick skin, I do get uh, negatively affected by by those kind of reviews. I think, you know, somebody somebody complaining about a hair in their cookie or uh, which you know has happened in the past or or something that is that is within our control is completely valid. But there are so many people out there right now that are not just with Craig's cookies, but with a lot of other businesses passing along judgment that um, for me seems unnecessary or the, um, the energy in which it's pervade is, is unnecessary. So, you know, my work as an owner has been, how do I take that in, but then also take a second and realize, okay, this isn't about me. This is about the person that's writing it. And maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they're going through something in their lives that they are finding difficult. You know, that doesn't mean at the end of the day that you should behave in, in an improper way. So what we've done as a business is kind of taken those reviews and flipped them back and kind of just made them public and found a way to have fun with it in, in a way that um, also lets people know, hey, listen, we're actually real people on the other end of these uh, reviews that read them and and we take them to heart. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's just kind of it's kind of our way of, of letting some folks know that, like, it, it, it's, it's not the nicest behavior. Yeah. It's not. And that's why I found it very fascinating. And I actually feel like you're handling it the best way possible. And I feel like we should all handle that online, you know, you know, Instagram trolling and online bullying uh, this way, because you're actually calling people out on their comments, but you're doing it in a very polite way. So the retaliation is not about, you know, you know, tit for tat. It's more about, you're right, recognizing that we are all human and these comments in one way or another affect our well-being and our mental health because they absolutely do. Yeah. Because like when, when I first started the business, I did take it to heart and I, and I found myself getting really, really angry um, and upset. You know, um, and that stems to growing up as a as as uh, a queer lad and and Newfoundland being bullied um, in high school, getting beaten up. So a lot of it's triggering, right? So as far as like these comments that people are writing online, for them it might be just something that's that's flippant, but for the person that's reading it, it could it could have really negative effects on on their mental health. So I had to find a way to be able to separate myself from it. Um, and learn from it because I didn't want to become an angry person based on somebody else's anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I flipped that and and um, and just let it go. You know, just try to just just uh, it's a real practice. It's like yoga, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're never really going to ever achieve the full essence of anything in life, but we just continue to practice it, right? So practice the practice of letting go, letting go anger from other people's um, negative behavior. You're so right. Now your business model is fun exciting and you make it look so easy but running a business has so many moving parts and plenty of stress Um, I can speak Mm -hmm. for my own experiences but what advice so I have two questions the first one is what advice can you offer anyone who is dealing with stress of any kind so we'll go with that one first Um, I think um, you know we've talked about it a bit already uh, letting letting go so uh, if you're experiencing stress, that's, that is a normal thing in life is to feel stress. So then when you feel it is to find tools to, 
to work through it. You know, is it going for a quick walk, uh, taking two minutes for yourself to, uh, to even, you know, I was told uh, by my, my yoga instructor, just go sit in the bathroom <laughs> by yourself and inhale, inhale yes and exhale thank you. So inhaling the idea of just positivity and exhale gratitude. Um, and that for me has helped with anxiety, but it's all personal. So whatever works for you to be able to just work through it, to, to witness it, but then learn what created the anxiety. So then going back a few steps. So then you can prevent it from potentially arising um, as often as it may have in the past. That is such great advice. Now, my, the second part of my question is for anyone wanting to embark on a business um, endeavor, what advice could you give them? I think believe in yourself. Uh, there is a definite for for Craig's cookies. There's been a definite uh, sense of naivete at the beginning of the of the company that really helped with the success of it. Um, infusing your own ethos and morals into your business is really important. Um, I believe any kind of uh, any kind of company, whether it be in business or I also conduct acquire, it has to be a reflection of who you are. Um, it's very it's it takes a lot of bravery to be able to do that within business because you're dealing with commerce and money and stuff and you want to be able to sell your goods. But if you can have it be a representation of who you are and your true authentic self, which is always changing, you know, day to day, then I think you will end up with a really successful business. Apart from that, just do one little thing at a time. Do one thing, do it as good as you can, complete it, and then move on to the next thing. Sometimes, you know, in life, we can look at a, a vast valley full of things that need to be done. And if we look at it all at once, sometimes it, become, it becomes overwhelming. But just literally, I know it sounds cliche, <laughs> but the only way to get to a destination is go one foot at a time, one step at a time. Um, and I think that's that's helped a lot in the in the growth of Craig's Cookies. I love that. And I think that's the best advice. Now, my last question, it's a very, very important question. Um, mm-hmm. Are you taking suggestions for a new cookie flavor? <laughs> I'm just Absolutely. kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you have one? Okay. I haven't, I didn't get a chance to look, but I would really love a cookie that has coffee in it because I'm a coffee and a cookie fanatic. So if I could have both in one cookie, oh, that would be just divine. <laughs> um, absolutely. I'll take a look. You know, we used to have a coffee crisp cookie. Oh, um, but part of part of our mandate is we don't sell Nestle products because of what they do with water um, in Canada. So uh, we are looking at different ways of of, uh, of using coffee. But once we get one um, that's that's set up, we will definitely send you some. <laughs> Perfect. I love that, Craig. Thank you so much for joining me today. If listeners want to learn about you, Craig's Cookies, or get their hands on some delicious cookies, how can they do that? Yeah, they can go at uh, go online at craigscookies.com. They can find us on Instagram uh, at craigscookies. We're all on Twitter, TikTok, um, and you can also just email us at info at craigscookies.com. That's awesome. Thank you again. And anybody wanting to find me can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Makiela or my website, ClaudiaMakiela.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.